0: This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health Podcast. Here's Bill Claproth. So if you've got a stomach or digestion issue, you'll be seeing a gastroenterologist most likely who will use a minimally invasive advanced procedure such as an endoscopic ultrasound to help diagnose the issue. So... What do you need to know about these advanced procedures? Let's find out with Dr. Gurtej Mali, a gastroenterologist with Dignity Health Medical Group. Dr. Mali, thank you for your time.
1: Hey, Bill. Thank you for having me here. It's great to be here.
0: You bet. So let's jump into this. What is an endoscopic ultrasound?
1: Endoscopic ultrasound is like an endoscopy procedure where we use a camera which has an ultrasound probe in front of it. Uh, and we do the ultrasound from inside your gastrointestinal system. So what we do is, it's like doing an endoscopy, we go through the mouth, into the stomach, and the first portion of the small intestine, and then we do ultrasound of your internal organs. And there are various utilities of this procedure because we can see the organs very closely because from outside, when we do ultrasound from outside, there is a lot of uh, artifact from the air in the bowel, so we cannot see certain um organs very well from outside so it has a lot of uh, great benefit from doing endoscopic ultrasound to see those organs
0: so doctor what are some of the common conditions then this is used to
1: screen for and treat so endoscopic ultrasound over the last several years uh, has come up with uh, with greater utility in different uh, diagnostic and therapeutic interventions common conditions are um, the cancer staging mainly for esophageal pancreas, rectal cancer, staging, to see how deep the tumor is going into the wall of intestine. It helps us with the staging so that we can manage the tumors better. Also, with through the ultrasound camera, we can even do biopsy of the tumor. Some of the tumor where traditionally we used to biopsy under the CT guidance or even doing the open surgery or laparoscopy to do the biopsy, but with endoscopic ultrasound, we can see those lesions very well from inside and bio have a better access to do the the biopsy one thing it decreased the seeding of the tumor when we do the biopsy uh, and other thing is in, we can uh, see those organs better and have a better access uh, accessibility with less complications
0: you really do get an inside view and I think I already know the answer but what are some of the benefits of this compared to traditional open surgical techniques
1: so traditionally, a lot of biopsies we were doing under CT guidance and one of the concerns with the CT guidance was that we were not able to access certain lesion because of the presence of blood vessels or when they biopsied the lesion, then uh, there was risk of uh, seeding the tumor uh, or spreading the tumor outside of the main area. With endoscopic ultrasound, one thing is that when we uh, access these kind of lesions, we can see where the blood vessels are and try to avoid those blood vessels. Uh, And also the tumor seeding is way less than other methods. And also it is very minimally invasive, so uh, it does not require uh, any uh, laparoscopy or any other surgical or uh, surgical procedures.
0: So is everyone a good candidate for these advanced GI techniques?
1: Uh, Most of the patients are a very good candidate. Um, Most of our patients are done under deep sedation. We do not require general anesthesia. As long as they don't have major cardiovascular symptoms or uh, any recent uh, cardiovascular uh, event, uh, patients are able to tolerate procedure very well without any complications. So
0: is there anything patients need to do in advance of a procedure like this?
1: Uh, Mainly... What we need, if we need to do the biopsy on a lesion, uh, if the patients are on blood thinner, we stop the blood thinner uh, at least two to five days, depending on what kind of blood thinner they are on. Uh, They have to be fasting for eight hours uh, prior to the procedure. Beside that, um, nothing else is required.
0: And what about recovery? Are there any after effects at all?
1: Most of my patients are able to go home the same day, and they recover very well, uh, and the complication risk is very, very low and next day they are able to go back to work. So what are some of
0: the common procedures then you perform with this, such as the ECRP, the complex polyp removal, and the radiofrequency ablation? Can you touch on each of those for us?
1: Yes, we do perform ERCP uh, where we um, do intervention in the pancreas and the bile duct, especially for bile duct stone. When there are complex stone, we do lithotripsy where we can go into the bile and break the stone down and remove the large stones. Uh, for bile duct stricture or narrowing in the bile duct, uh, which can happen from various conditions. We can provide stenting of the bile duct to help drainage of the bile into the intestine, especially when patients are jaundiced or their liver enzymes are very high because of the obstruction. Uh, Certain patients with chronic pancreatitis or chronic inflammation in the pancreas, they can have stones or blockage in the pancreas where we can offer treatment for that, for the removal of stones and put stents in the pancreas uh... to help with the drainage procedure uh, also we do perform uh, cyst drainage around the pancreas especially when patients have bad attack of pancreatitis they can form big cysts around the pancreas which can be symptomatic and previously it was being treated with putting percutaneous or drainage from outside by interventional radiology or require surgical drainage, but we offer endoscopic drainage of those cysts into the stomach by very minimally invasive technique and has a very good success rate. Uh, Other things we offer is removing large complex polyps in uh, the colon Uh, which previously required surgical resection, but most of the polyps we are able to remove with colonoscopy with very minimally invasive technique. Uh, And also we perform radiofrequency ablation of our batter's esophagus. When the batter's esophagus is a condition uh, which can happen from chronic acid reflux and it can lead to change in the lining of the cells of the lower esophagus, which can very rarely be a precancerous condition and can, over years, can progress uh, into cancer in very few patients. So those patients require very close surveillance, and if we think the condition is progressing, then we can do radio frequency ablation or burn that area so that it does not progress into cancer.
0: These advanced GI screening techniques are amazing. If you could wrap it up for us, doctor, is there anything else we should know about some of these new advanced
1: screening techniques? For these advanced, like endoscopic ultrasound is developing day by day, and now there are more and more procedures being happening with endoscopic ultrasound. Like we do liver biopsy, we do biopsy of uh, the tumors in the chest cavity, which are close to the esophagus. Uh, we biopsy uh, the lesions in the stomach, which is arising from within the wall of the stomach, which were previously, uh, previously we were not able to biopsy with the traditional endoscopy. We can look at those lesions under ultrasound and do a needle biopsy on that. Um, and also for staging of various cancer, it helps with the management of the tumor, how, to, how, how we should approach those kind of tumors.
0: Right. Well, thanks, Dr. Molly. We appreciate it. And for more information about GI screenings or to get hooked up with one of our providers, please visit stjosephscares.org. That's stjosephscares.org. And if you want to hear more, make sure you subscribe to Hello Healthy and Apple Podcasts, Google Play, or wherever you listen to your podcasts. This is Hello Healthy, a Dignity Health podcast. I'm Bill Klapperoth. Thanks for listening.